Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Christian AF Podcast. <laughs> where you can find us at ChristianAFPodcast.com or Facebook at Christian AF Podcast or Twitter at Christian AF Podcast. He says Pod. all of this at the end. Oh. Well, might as well do it now. Just... Or Instagram, <laughs> Christian, Christian AF Podcast. Christian I like Pod. how he's looking at Jesse. You can't do podcast on it. It was too long. Oh, it was too long. Uh, today, we are talking about gender. Dun, what dun, the dun. heck is gender? All the controversy, everything, everybody has a little gender thing. That, you know, they're making up new ones every month. And What does it mean? What is gender? Like, what, What's the point of gender? <laughs> already scared people off. <laughs> He's like, right. hey, if you're offended already, if you're offended already, stick around. Let us offend you a little bit more. Or maybe you'll find some common ground. Uh, that's the point of conversations. That's the point of engaging in things you disagree with. So you could learn. That's the only way to learn. So stick with us. Preach. Uh, Sit back, relax, crack open a beer, and enjoy. Or a mimosa. Or a mimosa if you're (laughs) one uh, of those. (laughs) Bloody Mary. Or Bloody Mary. Or uh, 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 another uh, lame one. (laughs) Grab a drink. That's the point. Shake a nuster. Yeah, so sit back, relax, grab a drink. Uh, Be offended. Don't be offended. Engage with us and enjoy our conversation on gender. This is Christian AF. Hello, everybody. This is Christian AF yeah. Podcast. Where My you? name is Evan. He, him. He, him. It's just a shit. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so <just a> shit. <laughs> Today, oh my gosh! <laughs> Why did, I swear all the time. Why is that it was surprising? Just, Comically placed. It was <laughs> well today, Jen. I said, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I know. So every once in a while, we have to do a podcast and note that one of us doesn't want to do. Yeah, we've already done mine. What was yours? Oh, the drunk the, episode. The drunk episode. Well, this is your second. Have no, done- I have no problem with the conversation we're going to have. That's not true. Once we do aliens, totally fine. That, that'll, that'll be the one. That's, that's why the do one. you have to shake the hot hands? <laughs> why like do you this? Sh- you don't have to shake <laughs> it like that. You're yeah, choosing like, to shake it like to- that. Please don't do that. It's graphic. <laughs> Uh, okay. It's only graphic if you're. No, <laughs> no, it's just graphic. Um. Anyway. Uh. Okay. Before we break into the episode, uh. T- <laughs> today it's just going haywire. Uh. Today we're drinking. <laughs> we had a beer at lunch. We had a, f- we- a few beers. Yeah. Um. And we recorded before this anyway. Uh. Just to get loosened up for this episode. Um, we are drinking Founders Brewing Breakfast Stout. We've had this on the episode before. I think it was on our voting episode because uh, I remember uh, taking voting. taking a photo with the ballot. Um, uh, it's was true. that the one with Scott? No, no, it was like our very fr- like one of our first episodes about, and it was like July. Uh, we were talking about voting, um, like and patriotism? I had that mail in one. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't the one with Burge, was it? No, no, it was just us oh. yabbering. Um, anyway, so, uh, yes, uh, breakfast stout. That. It's a good one. Go try it. Double chocolate coffee Voting. oatmeal stout from Founders. 
Thanks, founders, founders for uh, not they, supporting us. Is founder are they the one who who is who just got bought out by? I have no idea. You Somebody know in Michigan. That no one knows. One of the, what's there's founders and there, what's the other one in Michigan? I think it was founders. Founders just got bought out by New Belgium or the company that owns New Belgium. Yeah, sure, sure. Heard that too. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here we go. If you were confused about that crazy intro, if you're confused, welcome. We're, we're, we're talking. <laughs> we're talking about gender today. Uh, Get it? <laughs> gender identity, uh, specifically, yeah, yeah. I think gender or just whole. like gender, like yeah, gender as a whole. Obviously, you can't talk about gender without uh, offending anyone, without offending anyone, or either side without talking about identity. Yeah, and this idea um, our modern world has about gender. I don't know. It's a new thing. Yeah. So this episode is uh, chock full of possibilities of deletion, but uh, we deletion. Deletion. Uh, but by weird, I mean it's different. Yeah. It's like a new thing, and it's strange that we care so much. Yeah. So this is going to be a question. I'm sure we're going to get sidetracked like a million times as usual, but this is uh, probably a, a heavier subject, I would say. Yeah. Of the subjects that we have. So, uh, how do we want to kick this off? I don't know. Jen? <laughs> this is why I said we should talk about it at lunch. And then you guys <laughs> we did didn't talk about, about it. We, we talked about, about doing it. Generally, doing it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The episode. Well, yeah. you, what you had, something you were going to talk about yeah, from so, where the idea of gender. Came. Yeah, so gender, believe it or not, began in the 1950s. This idea of gender. Uh, and in reality, what it is, is uh, as society in the 1950s was growing more, I would say, conservative in the 1950s, uh, there, be, there, there arose in an academic world. And the academic world is always a little bit more liberal than culture is as a whole. The academic world created this concept of gender uh, as a distinctive, uh, as distinct from sex. So gender is on for what the psychologists or whatever these people created for themselves, these rules, uh, is it's a spectrum between femininity and masculinity. And gender is kind of uh, this fluid thing that happens in between the two. This was in the 50s? In the 50s. Okay. Uh and it was kind of during the rise, right at the beginning of kind of the sexual revolution in the 60s and 70s, where uh, we started to see everything through a sexual lens. It really wasn't until then where uh, we always blame it on suppression. Oh, everyone was just sexually suppressed. I was like, no, I think everybody was just keeping it in their pants, right? They were just being grownups. It yeah. wasn't really until the 60s where it's like, oh, let's stop being grownups. And let's just do whatever we want to do. Boinking for everybody. Yeah, just boink and boink STDs became a thing, and or at least a much uh, more prevalent, more prevalent thing. Um, and uh, it wasn't really until the past uh, few years where we started to really uh, be confronted with this idea of gender, and this idea where uh, biology and psychology are separate. Well, I guess that's right. that's a major, obviously, probably one of the biggest arguments right there 
is is the separation of the two. Because I think anytime anyone mentions gender, from what I've mm-hmm. always, my brain goes to is you're talking about the sex of the person. Yeah. You know, is that, that's separate. That's different, yeah. So there's sex. So gender is made up, sex is not. Sex is biological, gender is uh, philosophical or theoretical. Does that make sense, right? Did I say that right? Sex is biological, gender is theoretical. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sure. Um, so I think that's the, this that's is why a, you go on TikTok and be like, "I'm a but these days or yeah, whatever." Well, be, you know? before that, like, has blown up, especially in the last two years, three years. Yeah, two, three about, years. Yeah, I know. Like, it's been around clearly, mm-hmm. but it's but like it's blown up massively in the last few years. Um, I don't think there was any any clear direct separation of the two words from any time I've ever heard anybody use them. Like, hmm. yeah, there really wasn't uh, until the recent, until recent, <laughs> I think it was, uh, most forms, like most government forms that were like, what's your sex, male, female. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't until recent they changed that to gender and there's male, female, other, usually on most government forms. So it's really, it's, it's, I don't know, it's a very bizarre, um, it's hard to talk about because everybody gets offended over it, but at some point we got to stop being offended, right? We just gotta, this is a conversation you have to have. Like what, what is the, the nature of gender? Why do we think, uh, why do we think there is such a fluidity in our psychology, Right, because that's what gender comes down to. It's a psychological thing. This is why they used to call uh, transgenderism. They used to call it gender dysphoria. Right, your what you perceived yourself as was just different than your biological sex. Yeah, which is gender dysphoria. Which is like that's why they, they that's why they created gender was to identify these psychological ish, issues that took place. Hmm. Right, which is bizarre. Because there's like a, I think, really there, there's the feminine and masculine uh, spectrum. And I think most men, if, if masculine's on the right, feminine is on the left. Most men, uh, biological men, sex men, <laughs> sex men, right? Can we start that a movie? Is that's a new yeah? <laughs> so we're gonna have wokey. Wokey is the is like the leader of the sex men. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we're gonna get in trouble <laughs> real quick. <laughs> uh, right now, so <laughs> pretty funny. Uh, but the sex men are uh, the male man, as my dad would call him, because my dad's you know in preaching because everybody's all always called a man. Like man does this, like like I created man in my own image. Man is uh-huh. like a. My dad would say the male man and the female man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, but the uh, like the 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 biological sex man, I think there's a masculinity is fluid, and the same thing with biological sex of women. The femininity is fluid. You have some who are like legally blonde, pink outfits and prissy. <laughs> then you have some who's just like, oh, I play softball and. You know, <laughs> things like you it know. was softball, <laughs> soccer. Um, no, but <laughs> Jen's just shaking her head. At I wear flannel. I wear flannel and play softball. I mean, yeah. 
<laughs> I think the harder part, like I think coming from a, a Christian perspective, um, I think there's, I mean, a million facets you can get into with this because you have a, a large percentage of the church who can't even get their heads around, you know, gay and, yeah. and all that other stuff is, is trying to now wrap their head around gender and gender dysphoria, let alone being gay or, or interested yeah. in the opposite, opposite sex of any kind. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where, I mean, it's just a deeper conversation than I yeah. think most people are able to get into, like in the church. Yeah. I mean, quite honestly, like, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I, there, there's, there are these fine lines, I think, right? Like, it's fine if you want to, like, I think there has to be discussion in, 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 whenever we talk about identity, right? Like, how we identify. Like, I don't identify as a man. It's like, well, well my question is, like, what does that mean? What do you mean don't identify as a man? Yeah. Why don't you identify as a man? Well, I feel this way. Well, why do you feel that way? Like, there's always, like, these these bigger conversations that happen. But I think it, it, it becomes dangerous when you start to alter uh, your body when you go through what we call the mammographies. What do we call them? A mastectomy. A mastectomy. Mastectomy. A mastectomy. Yes. Jen said that's the wrong word, though. Well, top they would surgery. call it top surgery. Yeah. What's bottom surgery? <laughs> Gender reassignment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I, th I think that's where, like, I think there's a harder line to draw there in my in my perspective. And again, I think. A lot of this episode is going to be perspective based. You know, like we don't, mm -hmm. we have not gone through any of those kind of thought processes. Obviously, we're yeah. pretty straightforward, uh, straight heterosexual yeah. people, men and women, men and women, men and as woman. we go. But uh, you know, it's hard. You can't necessarily identify any kind of thought process if you haven't gone through that either. Mm -hmm. uh, like, so I'll just say that out out front. I think the harder part for me though is that when you come down to the problem of dealing with changing your body because of how you feel. But isn't that anyone who has plastic surgery? Yeah. Well, I, I also I don't disagree. agree with plastic, plastic surgery. I mean, that's fine, yeah. but I'm, I mean, it's not just, it's, it's anyone, anyone who is having any type of surgery, plastic yeah. surgery is they're not identifying with the way that they look, right? Like well, they don't yeah. look let the me, way that they let want. Let me clarify. Like plastic surgery is a whole nother, like that's a whole nother episode and talk to that we can. Well, cosmetic, have. cosmetic yeah. surgery, yeah. plastic correct. surgery, not reconstruct like, or like stuff. Fix your face after a car accident. Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah, plastic yeah. Surgery, yeah. That's a little different. Yeah. I think when it's a choice of like, well, I don't like this aspect about mm -hmm. me or I don't feel like this represents how I um, see myself or identify as a, a this, that or whatever else, you know, I think it you get into dangerous territory of of changing yourself based on how you feel. And I think there's two things to be really clear about too. Age is a big thing in this yeah. for me that I, I get a little heated on. Because yeah. there's there's a big push for younger generations to fall into yourself and, and what you feel you are and yeah. and letting people kind of uh dig into that at a young age yeah, and i think that's weird influences in that too there is i mean yeah. there's a lot of people who have gone through that and that are older and feel how they feel about it but i think that's the same thing as saying like pushing a thing toward a younger generation or a younger person who can't fully understand yeah. the depth of those conversations uh, the depth of the 
the thought process behind it can get very dangerous. Yeah. It's like saying, again, I, in, this is one of those weird things that I would have to say is like, I, I don't think it would be right for me to sit there to my five-year-old and just hammer home that you are a heterosexual, right? You know, like you, you must like men or women or whomever yeah. you, the opposite sex is. Yeah. Just like I wouldn't say it would be right for anyone yeah. who is gay to hammer home like, you, you know, you're, you're, uh, you are a male, you should like other males, this and that. I, I don't think that's necessarily right. Mm-hmm. I think there's a point where you have to let the kids kind of understand what your attraction is yeah. and you know, things like that. But when it comes down to the fact of gender thought process, and I think it's okay to be feeling out those, um, those inclinations. I don't know a yeah. better way to say that. It, I but think, like, yeah. But I think there's a point where you also have to have to have that conversation of saying like you are 14. Yeah. I don't think you should be taking. Yeah, and you're um, you're on a path of discovery. Yeah. At that point, I don't right? think you like, should be taking things that change your body to. Yeah. Like we don't even allow kids to get tattoos. Yeah. You know, past the age of 18. Yeah. Like short of a parent signature or something mm-hmm. like that. But like at that point, like tattoos are a forever thing until you can get them yeah. removed, and they don't really hurt you. Yeah, other than like the scratchiness. But like when you're talking about like, well, we're gonna encourage your reassignment of gender at a younger than sixteen hormone blockers and things like that. Yeah, I think that's a very hard point because like none of us, you have to think back when you were sixteen, fourteen, fifteen, whatever it is, you do not have the same brain that you do now. Yeah, men men's brains don't develop to what twenty one. Yeah. There, and I think there's a harder later, point of understanding, like there's a there's a point where your brain develops so much that you can say like, okay, you understand the situation you're getting into now. Yeah. As a brain, you know, like as as someone who doesn't maybe agree with Christianity or doesn't agree with us and that, like I understand the push to say like, well, I feel like I should do what I want to with my own body. I also get that. Yeah. But I think there's an age and and mental decision making process that you have to at least achieve to a certain point to understand where you're at as a human being forever before you should be starting to dabble with a change in gender yeah, or I, I, sorry, a change in sex is kind of what we're saying. Yeah. Cause you go, yeah. yeah, Gender, you identify as a gender and then you make the decision to change your sex. Yeah. If you go that route, if you go that route, because there's, I mean, there's a million, so again, studies are tricky because you can find a study to support any (laughs) mental path you want to take right you know there's studies out there for anything and he's like here's the study but like it's very clear that a lot of people that have gone and changed uh physically at a younger age have a lot of higher risks of suicide and feeling displaced and feeling this and that i mean a lot of this centers around mental health over anything like a lot of it i mean the the real issue is anyone struggling with these types of thoughts needs to be in therapy needs to be talking to someone yeah. that's not an an adult in their life. But like, they, what? Is, what? I, well, here's here's my thing that I would ask you: the therapy thing, I don't disagree with, but again, like a study or anything else, you can any you can find any therapist to push your direction of thinking if you want to. I don't. I mean, they just need to be supported. Whether yeah. that, I mean, they have already thought what they want to think. I don't I, think you can. I don't disagree with that, but there's a therapist that I mean, will sure. push to say, like, you should be on these but gender But there's men. parents that push that. There's friends yeah. that push right. that. I mean, any, but they need 
there's yeah there's a need for support and, and honestly and i think this day and age probably everyone <laughs> needs to off, have yeah. some therapy at some point in their life well, but i uh, you know just to beat the mental health piece of it is it's all everywhere and so at some point i think especially yeah, now like, mm-hmm. every kid is gonna have thoughts like about their gender just yeah. because it's everywhere and it's not something we really like even at in our mid thirties, I don't think was as yeah. primarily no. a focus um, when we were young, like mm-hmm. it is now. Like it's changed so much in the last twenty years. Yeah, the you conversations know, around it. Yeah, I think when I mean when I was in high school, I mean, yeah, there were like the four gay dudes, mostly men. Yeah, it, yeah, it was always guys. There were yeah. no lesbians. I mean, now well, I mean, they, looking even, back, there were like girls. Who are now married to girls? Where you're like, of course you're a lesbian. Like we yeah. kind of knew that, but it was more of like it was more overt when mm-hmm. the guy well, was gay. Yeah. But the yeah. it's funny because treatment, right? Like there are certain things, and gender again, it's a new thing. Like this is a new concept uh, that 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 <laughs> was born out of the the overt sexualization of everything, and. We we took this new concept of gender, and we said, well, instead of really gender is is how do you, how does how does your psychology relate to your biological sex is the idea. Of do gender. they match or not? Yeah, and but we flipped that to say to where gender is the most important thing, and that's not true. Like you're either you know, for for millennia it was you're either man or lady. Gender was not even in the question. You're either a guy, you're either a man, or you're a woman. Uh, until this psychological thing, this, oh, I like to put on dresses. It's like, okay, well, they used to wear nothing but robes and togas for forever. So what the, What does it matter? It wasn't until we started to create these constructs uh-huh. and these roles around what happens. And, it's, and it, honestly, it can be confusing for a lot of, especially young people. And today, it's a kind of a celebrated thing, and I and this is this is where, from a theological perspective, and and a really a concerned parent, I guess, perspective would be like I don't want my kids to find their identity in anything sexual. Yeah, I don't want them to be like to. I, I don't want anybody's kids, any or I don't want anybody like anybody to be like. Well, I'm I was born a man, and now I'm a I'm a I'm a I feel like a woman, so I've changed. To be a woman, I'm like, yeah, that's a, you're missing the point. Anytime I, yeah, I went to this LGBTQ plus thing at Katie's Cup, and the whole thing was about like, what pronouns do you use? I was like, who cares? I was like, you guys are not, you're missing the boat. You're missing the whole point of our faith. Our faith is not about giving into our own, uh, identities what we feel who we feel we are we are called to a greater identity and if you can't get on board with that then i think that's a greater issue than uh well i'm a girl i was born a girl but now i feel like a dan right like my name was margaret um daniel it's like why let's keep your name i have a friend who uh they i guess changed all their names like last first and last Mm. And I, I remember I, I messaged her, heard them. I said, hey, I noticed that you changed all of your names. She And they. <laughs> I, 
I mean, it's hard to get yeah. past and, that. Actually. Yeah. And er, she used to be known as Mary. Now she's known as Max. I said, well, why'd you do that? I was just curious. She's super sweet. Super sweet. Uh, they're like, well, I feel like I'm uh, a Max such and such last name. I said, but your original last name, I mean, that's it. That's your lineage. It's like your dad and your mom purposely named you this. Do you not feel like you, know, like you came out of the worst neighborhood in Philadelphia? You got, you pulled yourself up. Your parents gave you the greatest life that you possibly could have. You were able to move out of the worst neighborhood, not in only in Philly, but probably top three worst neighborhoods in the country. You're able to move out of there, get a job, have a nice career. You feel like you got to throw away that part of your identity. And they came back and they were like, yeah, I never really thought about it that way. I just like this name. I said, yeah, you have to, re- like, your mom gave you that name, and your dad gave you that name, and there's a reason for that. I think you should not throw that away just because of some inner psycholo- psychological issue that you, that or psychological crisis. I won't call it an issue. It's a, really, it's a crisis, right? It's a identity crisis that they're having. It's a, you know, don't throw away those things. So you need to search inside your heart and your soul of, of, are you giving in again? This goes back to the ways of the flesh, right? And this is scripture. Are we giving into the ways of the flesh? Our desires, our feelings, our thoughts, our psychologies. Are we giving into that, or are we saying, "No, God's calling us to something greater. God's calling us to a greater hope, a greater future, a greater identity than just what yeah. we like." And yeah. I think a lot of it, honestly, now is about everybody likes to be offended. Yeah, Let's I be mean, clear. Like, so we have to find something to be offended about. Or unless you're not in the club. So it's like, well, I'm a Zizazer. You're yeah. like, what's that? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, and Sorry. I think, I mean, there's a, I mean, there's, there's that clear point of like us transitioning from a culture that is a very closed minded Christian culture to not so much of that anymore, you know, to a point, you know, and I think there's a, there's yeah. a thought process to say like, what's our expectations and what should we expect other people to be? Like if I, if you're not a Christian and I, I you don't identify in Christ, you know, what else do we expect anyway from that? Like all you have at that point is self-serving. Like it's, it is about yourself. You know, am I doing this? Well, am I, how do I feel about this? How do I, this and that? Because you don't have a higher calling or higher purpose to be following beyond just how you function in, in day-to-day life. And I think to me, that's the harder part of saying like, if you identify as a Christian, I think you're clear, calling is to identify in Christ, not so much delving into who you are as a person per Mm -hmm. se. Like it's always good to know some of that stuff, but to say like, if that's your goal in life is to identify as a X, Y, Z as a Christian, it should be more about Christ. Yeah. On the flip side, if you're not a Christian, you know, I don't know what else to say about that in the, in the sense of saying like, it, it does make sense to me to a point. If you don't have a, a, something other than yourself to serve, yeah. Then you're serving yourself and you should, you, you're yeah. pursuing stuff that you feel like is important to you. Mm-hmm. The, the, yeah. But the thing is, I would say, argue that, um, deep in our, our creative beings, uh, we are not selfish, right? I think we, I think the, the sinful nature, if you want to call us that, is a selfish nature, like a look after me. Um, but we've always, like we create societies naturally 
and how society is created is it's people looking after each other. That's a, that's the definition of society, of a civil society, is people caring about. And we naturally do that. We naturally, like the United States, when the United States was formed in 1776 and Constitution was ratified in 1787 or whatever it was, we it wasn't like, okay, let's get rid of the British and then just everybody just do whatever you want. It was, let's get rid of the British and let's organize ourselves around something else, right? It was, we, the natural response is organization. And so I don't think, I think, I think we've, we've had decades of selfish, selfishness proclaimed in culture, yeah. right? Like, uh, if you're a guy, you know, just go get what you want whenever you want it, sex all the time. If you're a lady, it's, I don't know, I don't listen to ladies' music, but the... <laughs> ladies' music. Yeah. It's give give whatever you want to give to the guys, really, is what ladies' pop culture is about, has unfortunately well, more been about. It's, been right? a, it's a, a flip-flop of, I think there's been a very hard push for well, yeah, yeah. to for sure. take what you want. I'm saying, like, do what generally, you like, if you, you know, you want, to, you want to know the heart of a culture, listen to its music. Yeah. And ladies' music is, like, bootylicious. It's like, what's Bootylicious about? Oh, it's about being sexy for who? For guys, right? It's it's, it's, a, it's such a shallow I mean, cultural it's thing. It's really about them being able to choose to be in power of their own sexuality. Yeah. It's really what it's about, whether it's for men or not. But yeah. I think the whole problem with all of it in the last, well, really, since the like when you say gender is, if that began in the 50s, the way we yeah. know it now, the real issue, I think, that has now surfaced is how many years is that? 70 years of mm-hmm. um, people saying to be a man, you need to be in this box and you need to yeah. uphold these characteristics of masculinity. Yep. And to be a woman, you need to do these. And if you are someone who maybe you're a man who's very sensitive or you are not into sports and you would prefer yeah. to crochet, like whatever it may be. Yeah, it causes, like, it's almost a purposeful confusion. Yeah, you are creating an yeah. identity crisis for yeah. people because they don't, it's now, and so now we're trying to find language that says, I don't fit into either of those boxes. Yeah. And so then that's where like they, them comes from or... Uh, non-binary for example where you don't identify as a gender at all and you would check that other box like Uh i really think that what it has stemmed we're trying to find language for something that is from something that was created 70 years ago where the man went to work the woman stayed home she was barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen like Mm -hmm. all of those gender stereotypes where we had (laughs) where we had (laughs) two (laughs) options like that's your option and yeah. they, they tied your sex to your gender. Uh-huh. And that was, there wasn't yeah. wiggle room, right? And yeah. then you go through an AIDS crisis because you have a bunch of, <laughs> like, you have yeah. all of this. We have wheeling, everything happening deviance. where people are revolting from <laughs> what happened in the 50s. Yeah. That's what happens in the 60s and 70s. Then we go into like the AIDS in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. And we're just trying to find language for people who don't want yeah. to check a box that is like, I need to be this. Way. Yeah, and I will say this is different than sexuality. Sexuality has a has yeah, millennia like, of history yeah. behind. Uh, there, there's a lot of discussion. I think valid discussion, even from a theological sp- perspective. Uh, I, I'd sit and listen to a sexuality uh, theological 
topic on sexuality, but gender, I, I, I have such a difficult time with it. Uh, not just from uh, an identity perspective, but even like uh, from my own perspective. Like I'm a man, but I'm a, I'm a biological man. I, I, but I never really think about my gender. Like I, I'm like, yeah, I know how you're to, very comfortable yeah, in what would be yeah. a, a typical. Yeah, gender I'm like, I know man, how to change my brakes yeah. in the car, but ask me to like rebuild a carburetor, get out of here, <laughs> right? Or I could like use a hammer and nails. I could build something if I absolutely need to. I could follow directions like everybody else. IKEA furniture, you know. <laughs> but I would say you have like, a uh, like what an expected amount of masculinity would be for someone. Yeah, that is male, right? You have a massive beard, <laughs> hairy chest. <laughs> but you're not you. You aren't Biceps like someone the who size of Mount flushed, Everest. Like you're not someone who kind of floats between things. But at the same time, I I was considered. a dancer in high school. I took yeah. ballet and tap dance. And I, but I, my point being, I think if you, yeah. if we were able to find, to understand that masculinity and femininity don't have anything really, even those words, like you yeah. can only think male and female when you hear them, really, right? Yeah. Like, if, and so if I, as a woman, am somewhat on the more masculine side, you automatically get put into a stereotype of like, oh, she probably right. likes girls or... Yeah, we just call them they're... tomboys. Like my best friend who's also married to my best friend. But uh, even that, you're yeah. put, you're still giving a male yeah. gender, right? Like, yeah, you're, yeah. So my point being like the, the idea of just having some fluidity to just be who yeah. you are would be a way healthier approach than what we're doing. What's the equivalent, the guy equivalent of a tomboy? Just a feminine guy? Uh, right. I think right. Tomboys uh, were like. Fairy? I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Wow. Fairy. Jen. Whoa, Jen. No, like you know, like Jen, uh, talk about someone who's scared to offend. Pull out the f word. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, but I mean, to, yeah. I think the harder speaking part. Speaking of masculine, yeah, uh, <laughs> voice <squeak>. crack. <laughs> um, I I think there's also a generational gap that we're under. We have to understand. Yeah. There's that we're getting old. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I definitely think that. To be quite yeah. honest, like uh, like my kids' generation, and like uh, she's in high school right now, and she's gone through this whole argument of you know, like you you can't not hear that. It's like back in the day when we were, in, you have to identify with goths or preps or this or that, and that was that was the thing when we were yeah. kids, you know. And now the thing oh, so simple is trying to <laughs> so simple define your identity when you're. It's just like pure yeah. chaos in high school. And you now have to, instead of in that way, on top of that, because there's that's still going on, but you now have to identify as, you know, queer or this or yeah. that or or I'm a I'm and I, I think, feel like a yeah. girl, but I'm a guy, but I feel like that, and I feel like everybody feels like they have to have a label. Yeah, and I think I think that's the issue, right? Needing a label. Yes. Yeah. Is is you have to have an identity, and, and I would say that culture pushes, and I I would be curious to read more about where it began right where culture pushes the need uh for identity i would venture to guess if we were to do uh like xy axis and we were to say uh our our uh, we lose our faith communities as faith community declines i would say identity crisis or identity issues go up go up Right, I, I would say that's a kind of like an X, like a, you know, on a graph. 
I would say there's probably a correlation there because you used to be able to find uh, your identity. You used to be able to identify with the community that you're in. The problem is you take away um, the community. You take away any community, then you're naturally going to need to attach yourself to another community. So you take your you take away the faith community, or the sports community, or the goth community, or whatever community it is. Right? You take away that community, you are naturally going to be driven towards another community. What that community is, and that's that, I guess I guess that's a really good definition of identity crisis when you're taken away from one community, but you don't have another community yeah. to fall into. So mm-hmm. you create one. I think that's where we're at all said and done in culture. I think we are in a, in terms of gender is that we've, we've allowed ourselves and our, our kids. And I mean, of course, like transgenderism is not new. That's been a thing for forever. I, you know, I remember when I was a kid, I, there were like the few and far between transgender people, transvestites as we used to call them. Yeah. And, um, and it's just, I, I don't know. It's so difficult. And I think the church's role needs to be, we have to redefine identity only in Christ. We have to push that. We have to, right. But what do we do as like, as a Christian, how do you live in a world where that's not the norm? Right. Like if we, um, if all of us, like, I think that's easy for, not easy (laughs) for us as, heterosexual people yeah. that's easy like we know okay we need to find our identity in christ and we can hope that our kids our yeah. friends who are maybe struggling with some gender identity stuff could come to that realization also as christians um but how do we then interact with people and how do we love them well, well as christians yeah. or people who are going through this i think we make that way more complicated than it needs to be I you, you love definitely people think so, like you but. you do not need to alienate people going through this yeah. i think that's the one thing that we as christians are bad about we f- immediately feel the need to alienate yeah. and make people feel a way they they should feel guilty and they should feel this and yeah. that and i think at that point you have the um you you have the ability to turn people off to Christ and and yeah. keep people on board with people that maybe follow Christ. And I think that's more important to say, like, the people going through that, love them through it. Like, mm-hmm. well, you know, that doesn't mean you stop talking to them. That doesn't mean you don't go to their wedding. Yeah. That doesn't mean you do this or that or the it other It also thing. doesn't mean you have to affirm it. Yeah. Right? No, it means and that I think, you... Love is not just... Sorry. Love is not just, like, affirmation. Love is being there through the disagreement, right? Yeah. Through the, that's what, that's like the power of what love is, is love is the ability. I think if you had to boil it down to like a basic, what is it? It's the ability to continue a relationship through disagreement. Mm-hmm. Like if you love somebody, you are, con- you are able to get past the differences. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's very simple, simplistic, but. Well, I think you have to do that and you have to respect them. Like if you can, if you have the hard conversation to understand why they feel the way they do, where they are at with their, within themselves and why they're identifying the way they are or whatever it may be. Like at some point you have to, you're just going to have to respect them in that way. Like you can, Mm -hmm. 
and you don't have to agree if you can't get to the point of agreeing. But I think respect is still really important. And if so, if they say to you, could you please use these pronouns? Like the least you can do is respect someone enough to use them. You don't have to agree with it. But I think like, especially as parents, I'm not a parent, but I can't, I mean, if you had a child come to you, like that's so difficult because they're young. They don't know, they don't, whatever. But if you can, I think the reason we see tons of suicide and we see all of these things that have come into that is because they're not, they probably don't really have the words for what they're going through number one so to communicate it is incredibly difficult but two i would say most are not supported in a way that then lets them figure it out like to not i don't think you have to let them do anything crazy at 14 no i don't think think hormone therapy all those things like i think good parents do not allow their kids to make those decisions no i think they're 18 once they're out of the house yeah do make whatever mistake you want to make and explain it in a way of like this isn't me holding you back from who you are it's just me like if that's really how they feel but like i just want you to wait until you can make those choices legally on your own (laughs) right like where i'm not the one responsible because well, I don't. I, you wouldn't want yeah. animosity later if you said. Yeah, I mean that's you the, were right. I didn't. You yeah. know, whatever. But that's like whenever I see like a like a wokey TikTok, you know, where it's like we raise our kid non whatever. Like we're raising our kid to choose their own gender. It's like every parent raises their kid in that same way. It's just most kids, most vast majority of children, either choose boy things or girl things like my boys gravitated towards superhero action figures cars legos destroying the house that's what the boys do naturally yeah. we didn't teach them that we didn't raise them to do that and my daughter is like mm, baby doll i want more can i have more baby dolls please can I have more baby dolls i want to change the clothes uh, like she has an endless supply of boys toys yeah yeah to play with if she if she wants to but she only plays with her stinking baby dolls yeah or the shopping cart or for instance this christmas micah got a pair of jeans opened the pair of jeans picked them up was like that's dumb threw them (laughs) over her shoulder (laughs) maddie gets a dress she's like "Ooh, a dress she's like can i put it on can i walk around can i wear it for the next five days in a row like that's kind of like the there there are certain things there are certain biological things that take place where Boys are a little bit more tactile than girls are. That's why boys love the toy thing. Girls are less tactile. They're more philosophical, more they're smarter, all said and done, uh, in terms of everything. Uh, and so they're more, they like pretty things. They like uh, the beauty of the world where the boys are oblivious to all of that. Yeah. Um, which is fun. That's, that's why I like having boys and girls because you kind of can see those differences. I think the harder part, place. though, is like you have those clear differences, but then you have the handful of people. I mean, more than a handful of people, but plenty of people that don't fall into those categories mm-hmm. or that do gravitate toward, I'm I'm a boy, as I've been told, but I do want to play with this yeah. doll or this or that. Yeah, like my boys have buddies. Yeah. Remember the my, my buddy? buddy. They're yeah. so freaking creepy. Yeah. It's yeah, so man. creepy. Well, Micah, he brings my it to son, church and it he, he chucks it in the that air, and every time I, I assume it's a real child, I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> like, Micah just threw it. That was mine when I was a baby, <laughs> thirty, yeah, two years old. Creepy. Oh. <laughs> um, but like, I think those are the hard parts of saying like you see the, the quote unquote normalcy of the yeah. expected way to be, but you don't 
fall in that category, how else do you identify then? Like, well, I don't identify with that. So I must identify this way. Yeah. And I think it comes back to like, we have two options and you have to fit into this box. And so when you do have a kid who maybe is a boy, but would rather play with dolls, then everybody like there's all of a sudden people have issues with it or they think that it's so weird. And it's like, no, maybe this guy, maybe that child just loves being a caretaker i'm yeah. just saying i have a huge be... box full of beanie babies uh, do you i do massive you do i do yeah. <laughs> but see that's the reaction no but <laughs> my point like i had gi joe's too and i shot them all with a bb gun. A box of beanie babies. I, I liked them at the time what if they, they were gonna be worth there are a lot of people who did make good money. But did my, you just collect them, or you yeah, thought well, they were going to be worth some? Oh, I played okay. with some too. Oh, yeah. like but like my point is like like I I was never a sports kid. I never did that, yeah. and I, arguably it could be because my parents. We were never sports people. Yeah. Like my parents never watched sports, yeah, and I never had a strong push to watch sports. Whereas yeah. where you can say with the boys or whomever, like they love sports and they want to do this and that, but you d- you could say you didn't raise them to do that, but you, that's part of your lifestyle. Yeah. So they naturally lean toward yeah. wanting that. See, it was, it's funny cause the way, <laughs> cause my parents are both uh, relatively artistic people. My mom is pr- pretty good piano player and horn player. My dad was the type of guy who could pick up an instrument and play it. Like he taught himself to play upright bass. For instance, he was like, oh, this is a bright bass I found in the church attic. Let me learn how to play. And he he played it. And same thing with, you know, trumpet or piano or whatever. That's kind of how my dad is. But so we, we're fairly artistic family. But at the same time, we're also, we're kind of like that. For instance, I, I, like I said, I, I took dance in high school. I was a drama geek, but I also was an athlete. And I did athletic stuff. And I was in the band. And. I was more of just like curious. I was like, oh, I just want to do whatever I can. How can I be around as many people as possible, have as many friends as possible, do the things that I think are fun? Yeah, my my friends used to make fun of me as they walk by the dance room and I'm like doing a plie plie or something, (laughs) you know, or I'm tap dancing, like shuffle ball step, shuffle ball step. You know, I'm just doing all this (laughs) stuff, you know. But but it, it. I think yeah, there there is a thing because I I wonder if we go to if we go to more simple cultures, uh, like we go to some uh, tribal cultures, say in Africa or South America, they don't have these same issues, right? They just they just don't. Right. There are there are distinctively more complex things that we've that we've created for ourselves, complex issues that we've created for ourselves. But if you go to these simple cultures, they're just like, yeah, we're happy to be alive. Yeah, they go out and they hunt. They go out and they plant stuff. He goes over there and sits in the steamy tent and smokes the pipe. They go over and do this. Like, it's just like, I think as culture becomes more complicated, we also Our psychologically become more, yeah. become more complicated. Yeah. I mean, it's a scary thing. I mean, for my children, I'm just, you know, for me, I'm just saying, you know, uh, we're just gonna. Ra- I'm gonna raise you as best as I can. I'm gonna raise you probably very similar to the way I was raised. And my parents were not dogmatic about anything. They're not like this. Will, you're not allowed to be gay. Like mm-hmm. then, those were never conversations in the house. It was just like, hey, this is these are the rules. This is what we're gonna do. Um, please don't put on that dress. Thank you. <laughs> you know, like 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 yeah. those kinds of things. It was just kind of just normal. 
I think there is a, a maybe a little bit we've we're a little bit sensitive, we're a little bit too sensitive, I would say, as a culture. Uh, people don't like Dave Chappelle. Like, why don't we like Dave Chappelle? He's like the funniest <laughs> human being on the face of the planet. And Jen says no. I mean, he's fine. He's it's, funny enough. It's hilarious. <laughs> I don't do a lot of stand-up comedy. I love general. stand-up comedy. That's fine. Uh, like the Chappelle show? You don't like the Chappelle show? I never really watched it. <laughs> oh, the Chappelle so show is so right funny. Now. I am so offended. offended. Sorry. How do you not like Dave Chappelle? <laughs> Uh, but, but I think, yeah, I think there's an oversensitivity to certain things. I think the identity crisis that we have, we've lost so much of community, not just faith community, but we've lost so much of community that we need to latch ourselves to uh, a virtual community. And the virtual communities often play themselves at the that's the uh, path of least resist- resistance. So it's identity, sexuality gender identity, things like that. Like social media and stuff, especially like you look at it and it seems like, well, everyone is struggling with their identity. Everyone is having, you know? And so like, instead of like, I do think there are people who are having those struggles and there are, are, it is legitimate and there is a lot to it psychologically, mental health wise, there's a lot to it. But what we're seeing is an over, um, like people are being inundated with it. And yeah. especially with social media. And so if you don't, if you aren't struggling, then it makes you feel like you're out. Maybe I should. Yeah. Or well, maybe I've just not. The identity is the struggle. <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, like, yeah. that's, that's just, how I feel. You're being constantly told that like all of these people are struggling with something. And you think, even if you've only had an inkling, like you've just considered it. That's yeah, how I the feel like. The, victim, the victimhood, right? Yeah. Well, and that's how I feel like how mental health even, just general mental health, not even not even gender and all those other things. Yeah. Like, I think there's been a big push to say, like, I, again, a need for identification of some kind. And you, whether yeah. or not you do identify as that or you have an inkling <laughs> to identify as that, but you feel like you have to have something. You feel yeah. like you have like, to have. Oh, I'm depressed too. Like, and there's almost a battle of like, yeah. well, I'm depre- I'm dude, more depressed than you, though. Yeah, dude, this, we were at uh, Cedar Point. Yeah. This goes with what you're saying. We were at Cedar Point, big amusement park in Ohio, Heather and I, and we were sitting in line for a roller coaster, and behind us were, they could not have been 13. Like, they had to have been at least, at, at most 13 years old. And they're both, they're basically, these two girls are having an argument of who has the most diagnosed psychological issues. Yeah. And it's like it's like a point of pride yeah. for them. I'm like, no, you sh- not a good like, thing. It's not like having depression, PTSD, anxiety disorders, uh, uh, whatever, ADHD. Like that's not a good thing. Yeah. Like there's there's a stimulus thing that's happening in your in your chemistry that you need to get rid of. You should be like proud of. Hey, I don't have any psychological disorder. I'm like perfectly fine. I'm like I'm a, I'm happy all the time. Uh, I just kind of go with the flow. Now, I'm not talking about myself, but obviously everybody has something, but that's the problem is everybody has something. And our culture says we need to kind of rest in that something rather than get over that something. Yeah. Right. And again, like, I think not get over what it is, in a way, but like get pat, like, I don't know. Uh, figure it out. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like wrestle with not it. Not like get over it, it, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that, that again is hard. Cause like, talking about mental health is not inherently wrong, right? Like there is absolutely nothing wrong because we spent decades of people having huge mental health struggles and not doing anything about it. 
and ending mm-hmm. up with serial killers and yeah. all of the 70s yeah. where nobody wants to talk about yeah. their sexual issues or their mental health issues or whatever but now we're again we're overcompensating for it and it's so heavily communicated yeah. that now everyone has who do you think <laughs> the first psychopath was oh well, I'm reading this book about lady killers right now. And lady killers. Yeah, it's called Lady Killers, which I know you would love uh, the title. <laughs> I but, should write a book called Lady Pastors, <laughs> Why They're All Going to Hell. Be the but there's this, uh, I mean, they were, the one, the first story, the woman, she was like in uh, like the 1700s and just killing all kinds yeah. of like Who's peasant girls. One? What's the axe one so called? Lizzie Borden. Lizzie Borden. But yeah. she was an serial killer. She just, no, killed, she just she killed, killed her family. Yeah, killed her family. Um, there's this other one. That's she's a psychopath. Well, though. but here's the here's the problem. Like I again, like it, to be quite honest, I, I fall in line with the the probability of being a psychopath. Like if you're going to talk about that, too, this is a whole another podcast we could do. We should do a psychopath one. Um, Probably a sociopath, not a psychopath. No, I am a psych. No, no, no. More out of the two, I'm a psychopath. Yeah. Um, because. Sociopath is more about self absorption. Is this your Myers Briggs profile? Yeah. Is your Enneagram? All Enneagram ones are psychopaths. <laughs> but but there's a point though of saying like I can I can lean into that identification, right? Like and say like I identify I identify in it. Yeah. Um, well, and I I am ADHD. I am like yeah. uh, diagnosed. But that was ADHD. that. That was all. That was the only psychological thing when I was a kid. Yeah. Do you have ADD or ADHD? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah that was yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah. it. Yeah. But like, or are you just a hyperactive? The, the, boy? the problem yeah. is like, or are you just a boy? I am. I I fall under both those categories. Quite honestly, if you dig into the psychopath side of things, I I rarely have true emotion. Um, I don't. I don't remember the last time I felt pure joy. I quite honestly, there's like there's aspects. Of things that I actually except fall in line with that when you drink it when I drink beer, that's, just, yeah. <laughs> so that's the, my only joy. Not holding like, a newborn baby, um, but. but the the yeah, I think that's not very joyful. I might be a little on the spectrum too because I'm like after <laughs> I hold a baby, I'm like that's a baby. sweet. What do I do with this? <laughs> you got this. Um, and give it back to mom. All right. Yep. See you later. But I guess the point is like I have the choice though as a human being to lean into something. I can lean into the fact and say like screw it all. I'm a psychopath, and I'm gonna start exploring that side of me you know or i'm an adhd and i'm going to fully delve into that and i, and I use that as an excuse for any and anything, yeah. anything else but the point is like you still have a choice to say like is it about me or is it about other people is it and i think that's the the big question that society needs to ask yeah. themselves it's to say like yes you might have an inkling to feel this way and that's that's fine and figure that out but the yeah. point is you do not need to make that your sole identity and I think when people do that, it becomes very destructive, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to to physical changes, other things like that, mental changes. Yeah, um, it can come down a really bad path in that way. But when you make your goal and identification about other people, that's a bigger thing than you. And I think that's something yeah. we should lean into. Is yeah, we're disappointing. Con- we're disappointing yeah. people. Like why? Why put so much mm-hmm. trust in yourself and yeah. faith in yourself? And yeah, I can't help but think. That the gender identity thing is just a, it's a it's a slippery slope. I think we need to not lean into it as much as we are as a society. Um, obviously, mental health and the access to good mental health care is an issue. Yeah, and I would say on top of it, and this is going to offend people, but the fact that we don't see gender 
dysphoria as a mental health issue anymore. Generally speaking, I'm sure there's some people who do. But generally speaking, I think that's an issue. I think these are things that need to be explored, uh, need to have counseling for it, need to have conversations about it, need to struggle with it. You need to not necessarily give in to your proclivities. I think that's the nature of Christianity is don't give in to your desires, give in, you know, try to work through those desires as best as possible, those temptations, those things. That's what temptation is, right? It's desire, right? Give, you know, don't give in to those desires, work through them. Um, last thing, should boys who become ladies compete in ladies' sports? Oh, you're going to throw that one out there to end? No, absolutely not. There's a yeah, physical like the difference. Dude, yeah, like the dude who just won, like destroyed it in swimming a couple weeks ago. But it, it's it's like the, the same thing. If, the I, if I said, if I said, should should somebody who transitioned into a woman uh, be immediately in a squat competition? No, women will kill men in squat competitions because their legs squat. are much squats. Squat. Oh, squat. I'm saying like we're built differently. Yeah. Like usually, I don't think any any man changing into a woman should be able to yeah. to pummel a woman. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> like, the, yeah, there was the there was the. I MMA mean, I guess one. in that theory, right? Like, you just need uh, some kind of, if you're going to allow it, like a threshold of skill, to where you you know you, like you would have like different yeah. uh, levels. Well, that's of what the, ability, so the NCAA right? tried to do. That they said yeah. you have to be through hormone therapy for two years, but that your body doesn't just stop. Well, muscles still work differently. Like, there's still yeah. things that happen. I'm saying more so like I uh, think of like classes for wrestling, right? Like yeah. if you could classify sports in that way, yeah. like that probably would be mm-hmm. like for swimming. It is just everyone against everyone, but it's yeah. just based on time trials. That's probably the most efficient way to navigate. And the speed comes from sports, yeah. right? Like, so women have natural are naturally probably a little bit stronger lower body. Mm-hmm. Men obviously are stronger upper body. That was my squad comment. Yeah. And so any sport that requires upper body or or even endurance, right? Because men naturally have better endurance because we were hunter-gatherers. We ran through the fields kind of a thing. Um, any sort of endurance sport or upper body sport, no. Nah. Like badminton, like who cares? Yeah. Right? Like volleyball, again, who cares? But, but like if you're an Olympic boxer. Oh, yeah. Lady. If you're punching people, no. Nah. Nah, dude, stay away from that. Like, try to do, or if you're weightlifting, like there's the weightlifting then, one. Then, quite honestly, the, there comes in the question: you could say, like, why do you want to punch ladies? Is yeah. there is there an issue there? Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, I mean, swimming, people swimming, you get people the speed get canceled from the hard. upper body. Yeah, this is not part of what we're talking. About. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But it is. I mean, you know, you get. So I think, yeah. So there's some issues there. But anyhow, Evan asked. We asked. Answer yeah, the question. I just had to. It's like it was a hot topic. Hot topic. Um, Women or Joe, men? Joe Rogan would ask. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah. I, I think that's... He's very against the uh, sports thing. Yeah, Joe Rogan I mean, is. I, I mean, like I think that, be. again, it's like we... It's scary. I mean, this is injury prone. I mean, just sports you... in general is like we... It is a very prideful thing. And it is very uh, ingrained in our culture yeah um the competitiveness especially and so i think it just makes it really difficult to navigate yeah. regardless of your feelings <laughs> like yeah. it just seems 
I mean, you may feel like a woman on the da, inside, da, ba, but da, that da, doesn't da, change da. the fact that you can cold cock somebody in one punch. Cold what? But again... You know what I said. <laughs> yeah. That's Depends fine. on the... Never mind. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> So no, I think I think all this is to be said though. So what should the church's response be? I think that's the that's the biggest hard question here because this is to me almost like and it's not the same thing, but it's almost like comparing like several years back when we were just talking about these exact same things with just pure being gay or not, right? Yeah. And I think I, people are still struggling with though, that, right? Like I think it is different, but yeah. it, but it, it it feels very much the same in how to talk yeah, about again, it. Again, because again, you're talking about. Uh, 70, 70 year issue with gender versus a 5,000 year issue with sexuality. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's, there is a difference there, but I, I also get worried, you know, putting this stuff like this out to say like, you know, I don't want to sound like every other Christian in the mentality of it, but there's also a point where there, something doesn't make sense to, to a point, you know, and yeah. there's a, there's a lot of reasons why a lot of that makes sense. And, and what to do with it, but like yeah. I think the approach to it changes, and I yeah. think I I would say, I guess a good qualifying question or is a good uh, defining question: Should we embrace the cultural gender thing? Should we embrace it? Should we like because generally speaking, I mean, most Christians are like, yeah, you can be a Christian if you're gay, you can be a Christian if you're transgender as well, or agender or cisgender or whatever yeah. non whatever yeah <laughs> i don't know the words non-binary non-binary, non-binary. Yeah. the uh like you could of, of course like i don't think there's a uh a, a rational jesus following christian would say you cannot be a christian if you are non-binary or if you're a gender or mm-hmm. if you're whatever there's nobody who say that well, but what would should the should the church accept the cultural norm i guess that's really the the thing because gender is a cultural construct it's not it's not a creative construct it's a cultural construct so should the church embrace the cultural constructs or not like because sexuality there's a there's a strong argument for uh creative constructs there i've i mean i that's a hard question i would lean toward no because i think too there's a lot of damaging aspects to it i agree um but it's yeah. also not going away. No, it's, it's not. not yeah. And I, I don't, I don't, and that's ultimately, the hard so that needs to be the ultimately, right? this is almost, I don't want to say it's the church's fault, but when you look at the fit in the 50s, we were, everything was very conservative. Mm-hmm. Everybody went to church. Everybody fit certain roles and, and got boxes. sexually suppressed. We almost did this <laughs> to ourselves by the church. If you look yeah. at it in that way, right? Like, in some ways, conservative Christians almost created this. Yeah. Like, oh, for sure. We, I agree. we, so now, how do we say, we we made this happen to a yeah. point. How do you not still like? I don't think we have to be of the world in that respect. Like where we take it as the norm, but I think we have to understand like this is part of life in twenty twenty two and moving forward. Yeah. But how do we help people put faith first? How do we help show Christ's love in the world yeah. regardless of what's happening? Yeah. Like I, I think we've messed how do we it up get, for thousands honestly, of years, and so how do we just get rid of gender? Well, sure, I would love to right? just take it away. Take out that spectrum because, of masculinity. Again, we're talking about 70 years. Gender yeah. is a 70 year thing. In other words, our grandparents did not grow up with gender. Yeah. 
Think about that. I mean, there were certainly still Except for like because her grandma's like <laughs> just. 40. I mean, it's like assumed. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, a lot of it was assumed gender, kind of, but not to the mentality no, of what we, we know we now. We just thought of sex. But like, gender is a yeah, yeah, but like your your inkling, in, in, inkling, yeah, yeah. But I think I yeah, I don't know. I, I think, think I think as as a church culture, this is where we also do need to embrace aspects of science and understand there's there are the, man, this is the harder part. It's like science, so that's a problem. No, no, but the, but there's 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 there. I think there are mental man. I don't know how to say that. Logical. Right? There's there's psychological issues to some of these things. Yeah. And maybe not all of them. I'm not saying every single person that feels this way is psychologically jacked, but there's. It's okay. I think it would be okay to say all, all of them. There's a psychological. <laughs> I think issue. when you're talking about fine. changing your sex, yeah, yes, there's a lot that's very heavy. But, there's a lot there that I think is difficult to accept. Yeah. In general, the the, 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 the easy yeah. the easy thing that a lot of people do, and I think this is hard because I think there's a lot of truth to it, but it sounds so blatantly stupid. Is to say, like, well, identify, you know, quite honestly, I could say I identify as somebody that should be one-legged. Just just pure, like, <laughs> no, but, like, for, yeah. just for example, you know, and, like, if I went to a doctor and said, like, this is just how I feel. Like, I yeah. don't feel like I should have two legs. This is just how I feel. Yeah, I get your like. You would off, look. Yeah. You would be laughed out of the hospital. You yeah. you wouldn't be said. Okay, let's take a, schedule your appointment. Yeah. Cut off your leg. Yeah. No, yeah, that agree. doesn't happen. I agree. I agree. And I think that's the yeah, harder part to not. say. Like nobody can. It's everyone tiptoeing around the issues. And I think there's a point where you're saying, "I want to cut off parts of my body to feel that's why like off. It's really tucking in. Or well, depending. You know what I mean? Like just alter parts yeah. of my body. You know, like surgically yeah, yeah. alter parts of my body. That. Is Again, that here's my my theory? If you take away gender. Then what you're talking about, that's that's their sex, right? That's not their gender. Yeah. That part becomes way less pressure if you remove gender. If you remove the psychological part of yeah. I identify this way, I feel this way. If we can get rid of essentially what we created in yep. the 50s, right? If we can get rid of this, you need to be somewhere on this in yeah. one of these two boxes if we can get rid of that, where mm -hmm. you can just be who you are, if that means you are a very sensitive man who comes across more. Yeah. See, and even then, it's like, how do you even remove those words? Yeah. Because they all feed into this problem. Yeah. But I truly think if you could find a way to remove all of that, yeah. where there My isn't a need. My grandfather would say a little funny. <laughs> He's a little funny. <laughs> but if we, could, if we could find a way to remove those things, I think this idea of the sex piece would yeah. become, I, I would venture to guess it would become less pressing for people yeah. to make those choices, right? Like if they can just yeah. live how they, who they are, like not even like what they identify, they can just be who they want to be or who they are Yeah, at their core, whether that means they don't like sports and they would rather play with Barbie dolls at five. Yeah. Then I really think that would remove a lot of this other stuff. Yeah, it's like, that becomes much more difficult for us mm -hmm. to to get on board with. You yeah, know what see, I mean? Like back in the day, it was uh, like you remember the Dana Carvey sketch where he was like the gay guy, where he was like the the husband and father who everybody thought he was gay. He, 
and like everybody was like the whole sketch is basically Dana Carvey's like, hi, oh, we're playing poker with the boys. And, <laughs> and he's like there. And uh, somebody brings him like a Playgirl magazine. Why would I want this? Well, aren't you gay? What? Why would you think I was gay? It was like the whole, like, <laughs> so stupid but funny. Check it out. Uh, Check it out. Um, but the, yeah, I, I agree. I, you know, how do we, I think the church needs to honestly lean into that a little bit. Like, and this is where the, again, the church has not leaned into the, the, uh, the gender thing. Cause we've, we've in the past 60, 70 years have been like complementarianism is a relatively new thing as well. Or in terms of men and men versus women mm-hmm. in the church. Uh, the Catholic Church kind of had a little bit of that to it, but it was less like the priest was on the same plane as the nun. Yeah. They were just the same. Yeah. It was just they had different roles, yeah. right? Different jobs. But different jobs. Equal equals. Respect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it wasn't until the 20th century where we kind of separate that. Oh, if you're a priest, you're higher. If you're a nun, you're lower. Uh-huh. Um and the church has done the same thing in terms of women can't preach, stuff like that. We've talked about that on the podcast. I think uh, in our culture, I think the church has to, one, uh, not. I think we should deviate ourselves away from like what, like what you were saying. We need to stop just leaning into the gender thing. we got to stop doing it. Just That's the path forward. Ah, gender, yeah, it doesn't really exist. Just remove it from the yeah, equation. It doesn't like, really exist. And then you're no only focusing thing. on the yeah. sex piece yeah. of it. And like if you're how you're born, which and essentially yes. which parts you're working with. Like yeah. that's ultimately what it comes down yeah. to. It doesn't have anything to do with chemistry. It doesn't have anything like yeah. there all of the things that we just like we add to it. Yeah. I think it would really I think there there will still be a struggle. There yeah. will still be people who feel that it's in their best interest to change their sex. Yeah. And but that I think is separate and that, from yeah, you get like them we, the just, help they need. we just have to figure out yeah. how to. That's not what everyone wants. Yeah. Who wants to change their pronouns or who wants to live their life in a different way? Yeah. Like there's plenty of people who live that way that don't have any interest in that part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I and think I that's think... almost. I mean, that's not that's not easier to deal with, but I think that's different mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, especially as Christians. That's a lot different yeah. than. Uh, changing how we're yeah. born you know yeah i think we work with grace we work with love um but at the same time we also recognize that grace love and mercy does not equate to affirmation in that sense right i think we often think love equals affirmation that's not true yeah right like uh like i don't affirm my son acting a fool because i love him <laughs> Right, yeah. I punish him because I love him. Or I think, well, that's I think that's where you get in a weird, kids, dicey right? area as Christians. Though, is like your your what does affirmation, affirmation or not mean as a, like a friend going through this? Yeah, you know what does that mean? I think you love, right? I think love is key. Affirmation is not key. Love is key. Embracing, being there for them, helping them through it supporting is also different than affirmation supporting them through the struggle but being like oh dave today he's darlene 
let's you know you don't want to like I, I i i find it hard when somebody's going through something that love is just like embracing who they think they are no i think like if for instance my my sister's my sister-in-law's brother is schizophrenic and whenever he's having an episode their reaction is not to give into the episode their reaction is to help them through the episode mm-hmm. right same thing as with gender dysphoria i think we have to if the, if the church's response is to fully get rid of gender then you have to be like hey, this is what we believe no such thing as gender scripture doesn't talk about gender okay. we don't believe in gender um you were born with a penis or you're born with a vagina we're gonna call you her because that's what we believe if you want us to call us him then we will but just know that we're that we don't believe in gender we don't believe in it yeah. it's not a part of 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 our construct well and that i mean the scripture doesn't talk about gender no they it talks about sex yeah right and se- and um and I think that's really hard for us to separate. And so it's like almost a totally different conversation. Like yeah. you literally, we don't have, there's nothing to navigate yeah. <laughs> what we're talking about. So that's our about. response, right? That we, That's <laughs> like, our. Their gender is a construct. Yeah, that's our church thing. No <laughs> such thing as gender. That's our church. We should put on big, big bold letters on the front page. Well. There is no such thing as gender. But here's the other <laughs> right? thing, right? Yeah. Like gender and. Free advertising and, right there. Yeah. Because <laughs> we did. Hey, we, we were talking about how to papers. grow at lunch. There we go. <laughs> we did all the papers. <laughs> no such thing as gender. But. Get over yourself. The problem would be most people don't separate the two. Yeah. And that's not culturally. So, yeah. well, I don't think that's normal. And you'd fall under the cancel culture issue right now if you just stood up and said. If we cancel gender. I don't believe in gender. Like, But like <laughs> well, my point is that. It. I say like, screw them. That's one thing. We got to stop. Also stop being scared of being canceled. No, I do. I, I, I don't disagree with that. But I think that's like there's yeah. the the mainstream push. Jesus was canceled. Like I mean, on the cross. Was, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, on the cross. Yes. You know. What are we scared of? I, um, but I, I think that's what's hard about this is like is this like the longest episode of No, it's not that bad. Okay. We're we're a little beyond, but Well, or last week's was short. Yeah. Um the problem is this conversation's not going away. And so I think yeah. when people like when or the Christian response is well, it's just wrong. I don't agree with it. Um not supporting your children that are going through it as Christians especially like that's just not it's just not going to be helpful. Yeah. And instead we can start a shift in narrative so that when our, our children's children struggle with these things, we've changed it to where we can eliminate some of, some of this pressure to be in, to fit a certain box with our gender. And if we can basically (laughs) cancel what happened in the last 70 years, but that's not going to happen overnight. And so instead for now as Christians, we have to figure out how do we, be we don't not affirming but how do we be respectful how do we be supportive how do we be loving and i think that applies to so many things yeah in life not just gender right like even with other people who aren't christians how do you be respectful and and supportive and love like all of these things tied together and we have to think about especially knowing like okay gender is a social construct sex is not like the anatomy that you're born with is not. And that, mm-hmm. so that conversation is a lot more difficult. And I think that's where therapy and conversation and not making a, a, a choice at five yeah. <laughs> to, to oh, then man. medicate someone. I think the honesty, there's a strong case for uh, child abuse. 
Well, and it very well, right, but it like very well could be. Case, right? They grow yeah. up and they realize yeah. that's not how they felt. Yeah, it's a, uh, and they just maybe <laughs> were identifying yeah, more a, femininely at mm-hmm. five, right? And so you yeah. don't want to make that choice for your kids. You also don't want to do that with medicating a child maybe oh, yeah. who's struggling with depression at 12 or something you know yeah. like it's just hard you don't know yeah, but. any sort of chemical thing yeah but uh yeah man, it's a difficult topic i think uh a lot of people are going to be pissed about this episode but I, I think also, some people might be like also pissed i think it would be people pissed on both sides oh because, yeah for sure but at the at the same time i think the way forward is we is we, I think as the church, I think we need to recognize that gender is not a part of God's design mm. in general. We are, we are created man, man, or, uh, uh, male and female, mm-hmm. but that is not gender. It's sex. Yeah. And we lean into that. That's what scripture teaches us. Uh, and then there's this thing where it's like, I like to barbecue. <laughs> I like to tap dance. It's like, you know, it's just like whatever. But you like to do both. Yeah, just keep your genitalia. Okay. It's okay to have hobbies. Right? Yeah, just keep your genitalia. Yeah. Like, do <laughs> yeah. what you want to do. Like, who yeah. cares? Yeah. Whatever floats your boat, do it. But don't think that that is because you're a woman or you're a man. Just because you, just because you so, like uh, so here, flowery throw shirts. this in a hot hell basket, does that mean you fully affirm? Fully affirm uh, uh, drag shows. No, that's weird. Drag shows are bizarre. <laughs> but you do it's what always you want. straight dudes. It's always straight dudes at a drag show. You just want to dress always. up, though. It's weird. I mean, it's no. again, it's a hobby. Do what you, you want to do. You don't have to like it. I don't like it. That's, that's fine. The thing. Yeah. You don't have to like it. But I'm not taking like, my kids there. I'm not taking my kids to a I've drag been to show one or reading. two. Yeah, they're, no, they're weird. They, I mean, it's a Every weird. time I see, I'm like, ah, dude, you're weird. <laughs> Go see. But that falls in the no, because they're, they don't have gender dysphoria. They just like to dress up as ladies and pretend like they're they're beauty queens. That's like the drag show is straight dudes <laughs> pretending like they're, they're beauty queens. But that's Definitely what like not. they used to be. That's what like the fun part of it was. Uh, and that's uh, that's weird. <laughs> we used to do one at camp where like all the what? guys at like Christian camp. It would be like a we call it the trash bag drag show. We would make dresses out of trash bags and pretend like, oh, it's so <laughs> What camp did you go to? <laughs> always uncomfortable with it. Um, I think just, the bigger, bizarre. the big thing in drag this. Drag shows are yucky, too. It's always yucky. The big thing in this. How to be a slutty okay. dude is what it is. <laughs> big I, thing I, is to have conversations like this. Like, don't. we? I think we so often shy away from anything in this realm, especially as Christians, yeah. where we think like, well, I don't agree with any of it, and so I'm just not going to talk about it, or I'm going to no. just not accept when my kid says something about how they're feeling with their gender or whatever. And instead, I think like we just, you just have to start talking about it. Like yeah. we don't, it is not going anywhere. If anything, mm-hmm. it will get worse it will because get a, of it social will be media and TikTok yeah. and um, our kids growing up in an age where they they hear it talked about so much more. Like we didn't grow up talking about it in the same way. Not in the same way. We had different things that we were going through. Aggressively hateful toward people. (laughs) No, the problem is like transgender stuff was not a thing. At least, I mean, I went to high school after you guys. I mean, we definitely had a, there was a few people in my high school that were definitely transgendered or working toward it. I wouldn't say they were in school, but they were, Again, we yeah, we yeah. we had a lot of gay and lesbians. 
but primarily we, gay. Gay high school is cool to be gay. I think we, it really was when I was in high school. <laughs> oh, I know, I if you were gay, it was fine. If you were a lesbian, that was weird. Yeah. If you, when I was in high school, but we also didn't have the access that kids have now, where they can see kids like yeah in our midwest school growing up we didn't have that but that's not to say it wasn't happening Mm -hmm. other places we just didn't have the ability to see a kid in i don't know rural suburbs of la that was (laughs) like rural (laughs) suburbs of la (laughs) what is that like uh i don't know anyway Anyway, you know what i'm saying like we (laughs) we didn't have we didn't have a we didn't as teenagers didn't have language for it we didn't yeah. even know what well, that we, would be we had language for <laughs> yeah. it that's you not know, acceptable <laughs> nowadays <laughs> well that's true uh yeah yeah like what i think we told that in this the episode what, I didn't tranny? no that's well also that's now. a terrible word to say now it's but. just short for transvestite which you also yeah, don't but use. it's demeaning it's short for transsexual it's a demeaning person <laughs> anyway yeah I think the the big thing here is Why like is learning. Why is that? Canceled? I think they just. I mean, I think that was more, more about cross dressing in the time. Like it wasn't as much about uh, mm. gender and sex type of conversation. Anyway, um, I think the biggest thing is like just being open to having conversations with people who think differently. Yeah. Which at the end of the day is like pretty much every one of our episodes we talk about. That's what the the Be moral willing is, to have a right? conversation. Like, have a conversation, yeah. ask questions, learn understand that life changes. <laughs> like yeah. culture changes. Like we can't and then we talk about in the episode previous, uh, like what we can learn from the Bible and how much of it is what is like what we should still take word for word. Yeah. What is the story, what was teaching us something. Yeah. So just learning how to evolve. Like your faith is not going to be the same when you are 30 as it is when you're 60. You said the E word and a lot of Christians don't like that. What did I say? Evolve. 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 (laughs) Yeah. So moral of the story, screw gender. Doesn't exist. Not a thing. F it. F it. Uh, Well, yeah. Just be you. Just be you. Don't change your body. If you want to wear a dress, by all means, wear a dress. Just don't be like, she her or whatever just just be who you are who cares gender doesn't exist uh uh rest in who you were created as right if you were a man if you were a lady just rest in that just but don't worry about the whole constructs the things that we create for ourselves the problems the self-induced problems that we create for ourselves Mm -hmm. don't rest in that like live beyond it that's so much of what christ is calling us to do is to live beyond the self-induced issues gender is one of those issues and if we made you mad and you never want to listen to this again thanks for being with us as long as you have yeah or grow up (laughs) (laughs) oh grow up you're just going at it now trying to lose them uh all right well also (laughs) 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 that was a uh that was an adventure uh Clearly, we, we could do many episodes on this. As uh, we should get a ad- transgender person on, we should. I I would be interested to do that. Yeah, um, I don't know any, but I do. Uh, no, I do. I know. I know a couple, but we could reach out. I think they're out of town. 
I think there's a, I mean, I think there is a, a learning aspect as Christians that we have to, to delve into a little bit too. Um, not to say that we affirm, like you said, but the, I think yeah. there's an understanding that needs to happen yeah. too. Um, but anyway, uh, clearly there's offensive things throughout this episode, but, uh, we hope you guys still, I don't think it was everything, is offensive. Bad. everything is offensive if you take offense. That's true. I, I mean, think, if, you, if you've been listening this long, you should not. <laughs> yeah. That's your own damn fault. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really think we've said worse. Yeah. And, and <laughs> if you're offended, episode. I'll say it again. Grow up. <laughs> right, grown ups uh, don't get offended. Too well, bad we don't have grown ups anymore. Well, that's, that's that. <laughs> Wait, aren't we supposed to be the grown ups? I know, but we goes? don't get offended over anything. Uh, that's true. I'm, right? Yeah. Grown up, like, except for I, Jen I, not liking Dave Chappelle. I, remember, I don't, I have no, yeah, except for Jen don't like I have it. no thoughts on Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, oh, so funny. <laughs> He's a genius. Cultural See, the, did, was genius. a little dog thing on his show? A little dog. No, what that was, was that? that was Conan. The oh, dog the, with the, the cigar. Was oh, yeah, that's Conan. Yeah, 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 I don't like that guy. No, that's Conan. Uh, <laughs> Go, no. uh, get us out of here. Dave Chappelle is like a cultural critic. He's really social funny. media, Christian AF podcast, or Twitter is Christian AF pod. Well, we're about to be canceled from Twitter because we add us. I'm clicking the pen. Jen's taking it away from me. We're about to be canceled from right. Twitter because <laughs> I mean, we were. That was, Said gender doesn't exist. <laughs> gender is a social construct. <laughs> <laughs> There's Christians no, did it. <laughs> no such thing as gender. No Conservative Christians did this. Yeah, oh no such God. thing. No such thing. Stop. He, him, her doesn't exist. He, him, her doesn't exist. Uh, <laughs> Pronouns don't exist. Uh, Chelsea's oh like, oh no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Question your pastor. Obviously. Question your church, your faith, your, your identity. Uh, your gender identity, right? Your gender. The, if gender is real. Question gender. Mm. Question gender. Uh, keep asking questions, guys. Um, yeah, we we have things coming up. So uh, let us know if you want to be on the podcast or if you want certain people to be on the podcast. Uh, we're doing a huge push for that now. It's the beginning of the year. Uh, technically, when this comes out, it's probably like two months into the year. So let's just get, uh, get your opinions out there. Coming up, we have ladies of... Ours coming on the pod. I don't know how to say that right. Calf ladies. Oh, Calf ladies. I'm having yeah. We're gonna do I the think women of either this yeah. next next episode or the one after that is gonna be uh, our wives oh, and fun. Jen's wife. And surprise. <laughs> uh, no, it'll, it'll be. Jen. I'm married to myself. <laughs> it'll be. Uh, we're we're uh, celebrating Women's Month in March. When's Women's Month? March. March. That's a thing. Yeah, it's a Women's Men's Month. <laughs> Every other month. Wow, eleven months out no, of the year. It got, it has to be January. January is not a month for anybody. Oh, February is Black men. History. It's for men now. March is ladies. <laughs> if there was May a, is it, the Mexican one because it's yeah. Cinco de Mayo. Hold out. There'll be a men's month. Eventually. June is uh, the gay one. <laughs> no. The pride one, right? June is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. June is yeah. And then anyway, August. I don't know. So, uh, so boats look month. forward to it if you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Our wives will be on with Jen. We, uh, we probably should ask them first. No, they're going to be it. Uh, in theory, if not, one of us will be behind the scenes. Maybe, maybe we should. We should. Talk like this. August. I think it should be douchebags okay. on boats month. Can you get us out of here? I'm trying <laughs> desperately. Oh, no, um, September is Hispanic month. Okay. Okay. Uh, we don't really know anymore. October is Devil's month. Uh, uh, Devil's also, keep on the lookout. Uh, 
Ryan Reynolds will be on. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that would be dope. Okay. Doing it. There's just a friend we know. His name like he's like happily Ryan married Reynolds. or something. But, <laughs> um, but it, it, we hope to have some uh, some fun guests, and we'll probably have some uh, some of our past guests pop on this year. Hopefully, if we can make a call. So uh, look forward to that. Otherwise, uh, hang in there. Gender is not real. I'm Jesse. I'm Evan. I'm Jen. He, she, they, them, all of them. Z's or them. Jen says no. Okay. Bye. Krishna of podcast. <laughs> Goodbye.